Hi, I'm Sharon. And I'm Karen. And we're here to talk to you about the good, the bad, and the ugly of parenting teams. We're using pseudonyms for ourselves as our kids would be absolutely mortified that we're doing this. And we're also using pseudonyms for our kids. And anyone who might have grown up in the 80s might recognise the pseudonyms that we've picked. I have um, a 17-year-old boy, Dylan, a 17-year-old girl, Kelly, and a 14-year-old boy, David. And I have a 17-year-old boy, Brandon, and two 14-year-old girls, Emily and Brenda. Yep, 90210. (laughs) And if you have any suggestions for us, for topics that you'd like to cut us to cover, then you can send us an email on teens, warts and all, at gmail.com. All lowercase, all one word. Thanks. Okay. Hi. How you going, Sharon? I'm good. I'm in Karen. <laughs> Karen. Karen and Shazza. Yeah. Here with either. the good, the bad, the ugly of teenagers. And we <sighs> thought we'd talk a bit today about... I don't really know, it's a bit of a mixed bag, really, but I'm going to talk about after-school activities. Uh, And there's been a couple of things in the media that I've seen this week. Um, I saw on uh, Studio 10 the other morning a a guy from America, parent. I don't know if he's a parenting expert, he's certainly a college professor. Yeah, some kind of educational person, psychology maybe, you know. Yeah, Um, and he was talking a bit about uh, parenting and... Uh, perhaps how we're kind of doing it all wrong, <laughs> which we know. I mean, we're completely aware of that. Well, and no, some people don't know they're doing it wrong. But... <laughs> um, and then, of course, John Marsden, who he wrote uh, Tomorrow When the War, War Began. began. Yep. Um, and he's also a principal of two schools, like quite alternative education. Yeah, and um, he's certainly he's also on the the media junket at the moment because he has a new um, book. Yeah, <laughs> surprise, surprise, coming called, out called I think the I, art of parenting or, or growing up, uh, grow, the art, art of growing, growing up. up. <laughs> um, and if you can hear a, a what sounds like a child crying in the background, it's not. It's uh, my little pup, one of my little pups. He's crying because he has a ball and he wants someone to play with him. So you just have to listen through the crying because <laughs> we ignore the tears. Um, so, um, so we'll, I guess we'll kick it off with extra extracurricular. Well, yeah, like um, I know been involved in a few extracurricular activities over the years. Um, my daughter Kelly was a fan. Well, I say was because she has now stopped, but she mm. was a fantastic. Little ballet dancer from the age of three to wow. last year. She stopped last year when she was uh, just after she turned seventeen. And the only reason she stopped is because her ballet school closed. Right. Her her ballet teacher retired. Um, otherwise, she'd still be going. But you know, she pushed through that for that was fourteen years of dancing, mm. three or four, five times a week sometimes. Wow. Um. A lot of money spent at that time. <laughs> now we were told a few times there was what she went to two schools in that seventeen years. So there was one that was very much into the troops and the mm-hmm. you know 
expensive costumes yeah. and the Estedfords and sounds very much like the dance school that um, competition Emily and Brenda went to. Yeah, like yeah. you pushed, you pushed, you pushed. We were flattered there. Oh, she's such a good dancer. She's so good, you know. Which I mean, she she was a great little dancer, but let's face it, she's never going to be in that the Royal Australian Ballet. So yeah, I mean, I guess realistically, you know, the, to make a to make make a fist of it, you know, as oh, as, as a, a dancer, as a dancer, you know, like you've got to be in the yeah. top one percent of the one percent of the one yeah. percent, yeah. Know, like, and you know, she was on point by the age of thirteen, yeah, twelve or thirteen. That's um, excellent. You know, she she worked hard at it, and her second teacher, who she she loved to death, was a male teacher mm-hmm. who was a professional dancer. Um, said to us three or four times, and when he retired at the end, he said, "You know, your daughter is the kind of girl that I love to teach to dance. It's because she does it purely for the love of it, not yeah. because she thinks." She's going to be a ballerina, not because her parents push her, not because um, she's here, you know, trying to outdo everyone. Mm. The only person she was only ever trying to outdo was herself. Yeah. You know, she just wanted to, she just loved dancing. And and knowing that Kelly's in her final year of school, yeah. how do you... Um, how how do you think that would have gone this year if she'd she been doing trip? There's no way she would have been able to do it. Yeah, and she knew that she was going to have to cut right back. So when he said he was retiring, I have to be honest with you, Mister Karen and I were just you know we did breathe a sigh of relief, do a bit of a happy dance. We did a bit of a happy dance ourselves because we were spending as Ooh, well. It's an overseas holiday, thousand dollars a term. Yeah, on so, the dancing, I mean, with the classes, the shoes. She was going through a pair of shoes every six weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I, I mean, I know Mr. Sharon and I did a bit of a happy dance when mm. uh, Emily and Brenda mm. decided that they just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, they were dancing. They hadn't, they certainly hadn't danced for as long as um, Kelly. But, so, that I think they did, they did about five years. Mm. Um, Which and, what age did they stop? Uh, so Emily was adamant that she wasn't going to dance after the. So she must have been in year six when she yeah, decided so to going stop. into so, high school. Uh, no, she was going into year six. Right. So she was eleven. Yeah. Um, so she danced for five years mm. at that point, and she. Um, they were going to be assessed to go on to point that that year. Yeah. And she knew in herself um, she just didn't love it. Enough. Like she just didn't love it. No, um, I mean, it's, it was, a, it's a commitment. And you know what else is the most like, I know Kelly used to come home from dancing, her feet would be bleeding. Yeah. And, and at the dance school, um, she they went to were a different. At, they yeah, went to she, different dance they schools did. down here. Um, but you know the dance school mm. that they went to, elite. Uh, very elite, um, and unnecessarily so as well. Oh, for sure. And there was a lot of pressure. Yeah, you know, um, and it, it, not just pressure on them to 
be amazing, but also to only have friends that were dance friends. Mm. Like your whole, you lived and breathed dance. And Emily had really gotten to a point where she just didn't, didn't want, want to live, to live and breathe, and breathe dance. dance. <laughs> yeah. um, Fair enough. One of the hardest things for Emily was leaving behind the friends mm. because um, I don't think that they realised just how much they would leave behind the friends. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Emily made the decision. She did the final uh, dance concert of the year and she knew she was not going mm. back. She'd already she. How did you feel out. watching that last concert? Um, well, it wasn't so bad because we thought Brenda was going back. Yeah. At that point, Brenda was going back, um, and she and and it was kind of interesting for us and, and a little bit exciting, although we were trying to work out how we were going to be in three places at mm. one time because we. Three kids, three different activities, oh. all of those sorts of things. And then that's the thing as well. You can spend your afternoons oh, running around. Days and all day Saturday. Yeah, you know. It can get a bit ridiculous. Like yeah. when do you say no <coughs> to extra activities? Absolutely. And so um, we were sort of – Brenda was still going to be dancing, mm. so we thought, you know, that would be fine. And also um, with the girls being twins, we were a little bit excited for them having – One doing a different thing, yeah. Different activities yeah. And, and developing different friends. Um, we went on a family holiday at the beginning of um, the year when Brenda would have started dancing by herself. So mm. she missed she missed the first two weeks of dancing and she just – couldn't catch up in that Which, term. I mean, don't you think oh, that at age 12... Ridiculous. That is totally ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, like what makes an, uh, like an activity that's meant to be fun... Not fun. It not was, fun. It was totally not fun. And competitive. Ridiculous. And you've got parents there uh, you know, and you know, was... annoying the teachers. I mean, the best thing about um, Kelly's dance school, which the one that she finished up with, um, he didn't even have a parent waiting room. Yeah. It was like, you drop and you go. I yeah. am not dealing with dance mothers. Yeah. I can't blame him. Oh, like, for sure. And so... You know, like Kelly actually yeah. said that was the best thing about that yeah. dance school was that there weren't parents annoying him at the end of classes. Yeah. There weren't, wasn't that kind of competitiveness from the actual mothers. But That's I've heard well. some absolute yeah. horror stories oh. about... It, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard them all, but um, yeah, it was certainly horrific. Um, and as a mum, it was really difficult mm. um, to be a mum in the particular dance school that I was at. Um, but the the girls, when Brenda went back and she felt like she was behind, and um, the onus was on her at the tender age of 11 and a half mm. to find the time in her friend's schedule before and after class to get them to teach her the things that she'd missed out. In two weeks. In two Come weeks. On. And to catch her up. It's not Broadway. Oh, well, <laughs> it clearly <Is> it? was. <laughs> and like, really? It's she, not? Yeah. So... 
she just felt she was behind the whole time. And we had a, we still do have a family rule that if you don't go to school, you don't do your after school yeah, activity. Yeah, we've got, I'm big on that one too. Uh, because um, I just felt like that there was, um, I just think sometimes kids can have a bit of a lend. Oh, and they sure. don't want to go to school. Yeah, the because, that is miraculous recovery. Yeah, yeah, like, you know. We all know oh, that one. Um, yeah, sitting at home mm. and. You know, don't mm. want to go to school, but, you know, we can go off to dance after yeah. school or no. we can go off to footy training or whatever. So we had a family rule. Uh, you don't go to school. You don't do your after-school activity. And we had a heap of school, what I would consider now to be school refusal mm. in Term 1 of Year 6. I'm like, this is just really weird. Kind of don't know what's going on. And... It didn't kind of, it never tweaked kind of thing. Anyway, it was always on dance days. Oh, there you go. So I don't go to school and I have to go to dance. Exactly. And it took, um, then Emily had joined the netball team. She was really enjoying that. Mm. Brenda was coming along to netball training mm. in the afternoons. And so she was um, seeing it mm. and, and just seeing how much fun it was. Mm. And the netball team was short. Um, because team sports always yeah. short. Anyway, so um, particularly around that age, it's hard to get absolutely new kids in to try something new, and especially if they're doing more than one yeah. activity, because a lot of kids are. Um, so anyway, um, the coach of the netball team kind of said, "Oh, would you like to play to Brenda?" And Brenda got really excited. Emily was devastated, I'll be honest, um, because Emily was really looking forward to just having, having something. Just having her thing. Just her thing, mm. just her time. Mm. She knew that she would have my undivided attention. And um, anyway, then during the holidays, um, at the end of Term 1, we kind of, it was coming up to the end of the holidays and Eventually, Brenda kind of came and said, I really don't want to go back to dancing. Like, what are you like, yippee, that saves me. Well, we were. <laughs> 500 bucks this term. <laughs> we certainly were, but we, at the same time, we were like, oh, we've just paid the dance school. Oh, <laughs> and they're non refundable. <laughs> yeah. Luckily for us, the dance school did actually refund yeah. the fees. But um, so, and, and honestly, that was not really the consideration but it was we're like oh okay so then kind of the penny dropped we're like, I was like oh, oh, how long have you not like dancing for? yeah so it was like oh right okay so the penny kind of dropped that uh the the tummy aches and the school refusal mm. had all been around anxiety about actually going to dancing so when does this kind of like because this happens with a fair few kids mm. this performance kind of anxiety about being in an extracurricular activity when i don't know when do you think it's all right for parents number one to say enough's enough or when do you think it's okay to push because you know there was a stage where kelly said around it was around 13 so it was around year eight and, you know, like her friends are going out after school, they're hanging down at the rock pools down the beach. Um, you know, they're doing all that kind of stuff, hanging out at Macca's after school. 
and she was a bit like, oh, I don't think I want to do dancing anymore. Now, that didn't wash with me because mm. I was like, you know what? No, you have put in so far nine years mm. commitment to dancing. Just got your first point shoes. <laughs> you know, I've spent a lot of money on this. What... Um, I pushed her through that. Yeah. Probably a good six months to go. You know, like I said, okay, no more private lessons then. Yeah. If you're not that committed. Yeah. I, I, you know, like that's fine. Yeah. But you're going to keep on going yeah. to two classes a week. And then she did. To her credit, she did it. But, you know, wasn't always thrilled about it. But she went. Yeah. So when do you – and, you know, the same thing happened with my little David with yeah. rugby. So yeah. he played rugby union – from the age of about six mm-hmm. to when he was about 12. Mm-hmm. And around 12, things have got, I mean, we'll touch on it in other episodes, but he does have a few other little quirks happening. Rugby union just came too hard yeah. for him. He did play rep, rep rugby before then. Um, you know, I had to have the chat to Mr. Karen. Yeah. Because Mr. Curran used to love being part of that rugby club. Yeah. You know, boys' and time. How much is it? How much was it Dad's Mr. Dream. Mr. Curran wanting to do it? Yeah. And how much was it poor David having, and you know what, got to the point where he's crying. Yeah. Mum, I don't want to go. Don't make me go. Yeah. You know what, we made him, I said to him, you have to finish the um, season. Yeah. So we're a big one in our yeah. family. We're absolutely a big one on that as well. So yeah. if you've signed up for something, whether it be a sport, whether it's – so with – Anything. Term, anything. Anything. It doesn't matter. You, all those so, things you pay yeah, by the term, absolutely. don't you? So, yeah. it, so if, I, if I think back to um, Brenda and when she um, was clearly anxious and mm. not enjoying her dance, um, we would have said – to her, she had to see out the term, mm. and we would reassess mm. in the in the that mm. break between mm. the terms. And if she still really didn't it, yeah. want to, she wouldn't have to re-enroll. So that's before, like it would for us, it would have been we'd actually, you know, we'd paid for the costume for the troop mm. costume. We oh, it was all I can see is the bank account draining out. Yeah. yeah, so we paid for all of those things, um, but fortunately they were able to reuse all of those things and, you know, so we got all of our money back on that. Um, so we would have made a sea out and we would have, um, we, as far as a team sport or something goes, it would have been a matter of seeing out the season. Um, and even, I, even if they wouldn't, didn't want to take the court, uh, like the court or the the field or whatever, the pitch, whatever they call it, whatever you know, whichever particular sport it is. Um, it would have been a matter of going and sitting on the sideline and watching your team, mm. because you've signed up yeah. as part of a team, and I'm a big one for kind of teaching our kids that they're not just copping out of something but they're also letting down their team other people by yeah, that's right not and we've got that situation actually at the moment em- yeah. emily and brenda have got that situation then uh in their netball team um we started the season with um 
10 players and we're halfway through the season now. Uh, yeah, and we're going to make the finals. And we've played the entire season with five players. So, and we've had is this kid every- starting and parents saying, Oh, they don't want to do it, they don't like it. Or- yeah, uh, so there was definitely a bit of that. We had a, a tantrum. Um, at training. age 14, that's yeah. ridiculous. Sorry, oh, look, it was this. crazy. It was a ridiculous tantrum. And, um, and how did the parent react to that? Were they not like, I'll get back? Like, I would do, that was my kid. Yeah. Sorry. I, I would be doing the squeezy Kate Middleton on the arm, looking them in the eye, yeah. saying, get you are getting it. back on there, yeah. and we will talk about this in the car when we get home. And then, you know what? You'd get the talk of, you signed up. You're playing, yeah. So I would have done that too. That's how I would have handled it. Um, that's not how... We must be tough yeah. asses or something. I don't know. That's not how that... But but remember, we're not that great with the screens. <laughs> so... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, we've got to remember that we're not... Like in, in some ways... Um, Look, we all have our faults and failings. Um, and we do. We're not saying this is the way no, to go by not, any means. Not at all. And but it's not a parenting podcast, let's face it. It's just us yeah. sitting around yeah. listening to the sound Very of our true. own voices. Very true. Um, but, like, I don't know, I just think, <laughs> how can you start with 10 kids and halfway through have five? I know. Like, where are the, where are the, and where's I've, the mum saying, oh, Bloody hell, Bridget, get back on the Exactly. Court. And meanwhile, I've got a child, Emily's got two broken fingers, and she's crying because she wants I to won't play. let her yeah. play because yeah. she's got two broken fingers. Yeah. So, um, but so, I would like to, I would just point out to you, Bart, I think your kids are the exception rather than the rule. Probably. Because, you know what, you've still got... Brandon playing yeah. AFL. Yeah. And you twelve. You've got your two girls still in a team sport. Yeah. Okay, so my kids don't play a team sport. But, you know, David hasn't played a team sport since he was 12. Mm. He does do other things. He skis. Um, but he wasn't keen on going the other He wasn't day. keen, didn't want to go. And I'm not too sure why, but I'll have to have a chat to him about that. Um, I've got Dylan, who has never played a team sport in his life. Yeah. Due to some circumstances That's early circumstantial on. circumstantial for that. Massive mad keen surfer. Yeah. Skateboarder, all that kind of stuff. Quite solitary. Yeah. Not really into the team sport thing. And Kelly... Oh, my God. Would not run around and raise sweat if you mm. actually paid her unless it was trotting on the treadmill in the garage, which she does do every afternoon. But, like, how do you keep your kids interested? Do you reckon there's a magic um, bullet there or oh, I don't. I don't think there is. I think Mr. Sharon and I are a bit, like, we're a bit mad keen sporty. Yeah. Um, you know. Safe to say I'm not. <laughs> No, but I'm not. But Mr. Karen and Mr. Sharon and myself, we will sit down and watch a sport game together. And yeah, we've done that a few times. And, yeah, but it's like I don't know. Um, we are definitely mad keen sporty. Um, so we, the TV shows that we're most likely watching are competitive teams, mm. like 
you know, competitive shows. Um, we're going to watch, like, there's always a sporting game mm. on our telly. Um, you know, yes, I may have gotten up at 2 a.m. in the morning to watch the netball. Oh, you're crazy. Anyway. <laughs> so, my last foray into netball was playing for Cronulla Sharks E-grade <laughs> when I was 22 and a girl from Heathcote Hawks trod on my foot and my fingernail, my toenail fell off the week oh, later and she no. spat at me. Yeah, so well, I'm not a great one to encourage the team sports. I'm a bit scared of the team sports, but I was that loser in PE that got picked last every single yeah. time. Well, and I, I did everything to get out of PE. I know Kelly does everything to get out of more well, now. She was thrilled when she went to senior school because no more PE. Yeah. I had to write her a note every week. Whereas Brandon is actually doing PE. Oh, you know, we'll not be quite dead then. doing it. Yeah, so they I beg me to get out of school swimming carnivals, sport uh, carnivals, athletic carnivals, cross yeah. country. Uh, Brandon, Emily, and Brenda, not keen on any of those things. They do like their sporting, um, their team yeah, sports. But I mean, they do it on the weekends. Yeah. So. so, and they choose to as well. Yeah. Like, so some of it comes from us, obviously. Some of it, like we, we're a big one for for them not kind of just sitting around mm. all weekend um, because they will yeah. absolutely they will they ha- just have yeah for the whole of the school holiday school holidays yeah um, winter and, but it's and winter yeah absolutely but in some of the I guess they weren't in summer they were no oh, they were out and about out and about swimming in your pool mm. when we would sitting in our pool. But yeah, but when we would let them, like, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the kids were allowed in. No. Because we were in there. That's quite a small pool, so. <laughs> and we didn't want to be splashed. So, um, yeah, so it was, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, my kids like going down the beach. For me, for Kelly, it's all about mm. getting tanned. Getting tanned and... Lying you know, on a bikini. Perving yeah. on the boys. Yeah. It's not. And, you know, for, well, the, and, for yeah. Brandon, it's the, uh, he's on a big beach or anything. No. Oh, yeah, he doesn't no, mind. But he's, he um, he has surfed and he can surf. But yeah. he just um, – Brandon's actually – he's one of those sucky kids that can pretty well do anything. Yeah, he turns yeah. his hand to it. Yeah. You know, he's got really good hand-eye yeah. coordination. Um plays cricket, mm. plays AFL, plays league, mm. you know, he's a league ref. Um, yeah. At this so, age, but it's all about finding your kid's little niche because, um, oh, and you know what? Karen's kids just, Sharon's kids just messaged up. Yeah, they're just messing. Commenting on what we're saying. But anyway. say that they're listening, so we have to be careful. Shut up, Brandon. Anyway, um, you know, like, as I was saying with David, not a team sporter by any means, because he's not, and he's a bit unco, I'll put it out there. He does have mild cerebral palsy, so he cannot be blamed for that. But, um, you know, found his little niche with, Weirdly enough, mountain biking. And that's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, that's... And he's like, watch me. And I'm like, I don't want to watch you do this. And no. I like, in the throat all the time. Come off the handlebars yeah, over the front. over the top, gets back up, does these mad jumps, you know, like... But has he ever broken a bone? 
Never broken a bone. Okay. So smash this face up a bit. Look, they wear full face helmets. They yeah. have to where they go. Full body armor. And he does that with Mr. Karen. He does he? that with Mr. Karen. And you know what? Talk about expensive hobbies. You want to know that's an expensive hobby. Yeah. Don't forget that, like, you know, Brandon maybe played with a broken shoulder for 12 months. Yeah, true. And uh, true. that yeah. became a very expensive hobby when he had to... Uh, get a bone graft and a shoulder reconstruction yeah. at 15. Yeah. So, um, so I guess that kind of leads us into talking about commitment, you know, like is it, so I guess that's like, is that commitment from us as parents or is that commitment from the kids? Oh, and well, I would say, I think the fact that you have to put those signs up at sporting fields, any sporting field around the uh, nation yeah. on a Saturday morning, Sunday morning, has those signs up. This is not the World Cup. Your kids are playing for fun. Do not abuse umpires. Do not abuse officials. Like, to me, that is just disgusting that we have to remind parents that this is for the kids and they're having fun. I don't remember that as a kid. Look, my mum, I can remember, I played netball for the good old Gymere Baptist netball (laughs) team. I I played for Janelle. I can remember my mum... Dropping me off and driving away. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, maybe didn't... she played stayed for a game once or twice. Oh, uh, I, I remember going playing at Bellingara at Miranda. Nightmare the, for parking, my not, mum used to tell me. Absolutely was no. a nightmare for yeah. parking. But my mum played. Oh no, so, so my mum wasn't a So we um, we probably spent a lot of time there. My brother played soccer as well, so um, no, but parents didn't tend to stay and watch. I mean, they did, but they weren't overly invested they, in the oh, kids' no. game. Like, it was a social outing yeah. for parents. Like, yeah. they were catching up oh, with their... Oh, my mum used to miss my goals all the time if she did come and bother watching me. Or... Now, you've got parents. I know you manage the girls' mm. team and you've got and parents that... abusing you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's... Um, and being accused of cheating... Oh. Ridiculous. Like ridiculous. Not playing you know? sheep stations. No, no. Um, and so, so is it parents wanting their kids to be the star? I mean, why can't kids just do something because it's bloody good fun? Or does it always have to be my kid's going to be the next? And this is, you can tell I'm not a sporting person because I can't even name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is my kid going to be a diamond? I think, yeah. Who's a, the diamonds, the netball, Australian netball yeah, team? Yeah, they're the netball team. And, and yeah. my kid's going to be a socceroo. Or a no. swanee or something. You know something. what? Yeah. No, your kid's not going to be a socceroo. Because no. they play under sevens for bloody, you know, Miranda or Bulleye or whoever. Yeah, no. There's a million kids who are doing that. Yeah. And, you know, I think maybe sometimes we're thinking... We think our kids are a lot better than they actually were, than they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas I think our parents used to think we were all pretty shit. Oh, I remember and... my mum saying to me, oh, darling, do you think netball's your thing? You can't really no, catch, yeah, love. Yeah, you're a bit, yeah. you know. My, I, I've certainly been told by my parents, or at least my mum, more than once that, you know. I don't think my dad would have even known I played catching, netball. Catching, you know, wasn't really my thing. No. Um, in her defence, it may not have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit special, David. But yeah, I mean, I, I, um, 
I just don't I just don't know about this whole parent competitiveness thing. And it's creeping in. I mean sport is the big one. We oh, do for sure. But we even see it in the school playground. Oh, absolutely. Like, and well, we don't because we're never at the school. No. Because we're those parents. But, um, you know, like all these competitive mothers who think their kids are. Yeah. And it, it tends to be the mums for for anything else other than sport. The dads are the sporting. Oh, yeah. I hate to be a generalisation here. But it is. You're right. It, yeah. it is the the dads for the sport. Um and the mums for school or dancing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's it's all that. I don't know. Is it Parents do not let their kids stuff it up. No, they certainly don't. And that leads us into the stuff that we've seen in the media this week. Yeah. So there was this bloke. His name's John Jonathan or John Hayd. I don't know how to say his name. Look it up on Studio 10 anyway. If you really want to watch, um, there was a segment on Monday, and um, they had a bloke from the US, and he was out, and he's flogging a book that he's written too. Oh, by the way, everyone's writing parenting yeah. books these days. Um, Just hold out for ours, people. It'll be three oh, pages long, and, <laughs> and it'll be really it'll full be of pictures. A, <laughs> be a quick read, um, but he was. He was sort of saying that um, he actually made a lot of sense. He we, did. Like, I, to be I fair, think, yeah, we watched yeah, we it. We did like him. And we did like him. Because he basically said, parents, get your shit together. You need to say no. Say no. And what was that three <sighs> the three things he said? So he said, um, kids need to be in a cycle. They were talking about the uh, participation ribbons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, you get a participation. Everyone gets You prize. get a ribbon. The Oprah. You get a prize. The Oprah. You, yeah. Everybody gets a car. Prizes, yeah. Um, anyway, he said that that is just the worst thing ever. To oh, it is bullshit. You don't, you know, like, like I remember talking... About the Olympics with my preschoolers. Yep. Because that is my job eight to four. I'm a preschool teacher. And we were talking about the Olympics and we said, what do you get for first? You get a gold medal. Yeah. What do you get number two? You get a silver. What do you get number three? They said a brown one. They're <laughs> close, bronze. And then we asked them for shits and giggles to see what they'd say. What do you get if you come fourth? And what they say? Dead silence. You actually get nothing. One kid said you get a tracksuit for turning up. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. You <laughs> he's do. not wrong. But you know what? There's, uh, you know, and and Kelly has a great saying from our family's favourite movie, Talladega Nights. If you ain't first, you're last. Well, that's so, right. You, you know. know um, I know at Brandon's school they have um, these awards that they give out for, um, oh, what are they called, application awards. Oh, that's bullshit. So, you know, so I got the encouragement award in high school. It's so embarrassing. It basically means, <laughs> you know, you're a trier. <laughs> you didn't quite get there. No, that's right. And that's what, <laughs> that's what Brandon says. An application you know, award. And, yeah, Come so, on. So you've got the academic excellence, so they're the kids that are yeah, like smart. first, like super smart. Yeah. Then you've got then, your sporty kids. And then you've got this application award, and it's like the first loser award. I'd be so embarrassed to get that, honestly. Um, Brandon got a few of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well. he's a really nice kid. 
Yeah, but you don't so, get awards for being nice. No, not and the real world. No, no. So, but this guy had this little cycle thing, and it was challenge. So they have a little challenge, yeah. a mini challenge, yeah. and they fail, and they learn from the failure, yeah. and then they do it all again. Right. So, it's so and he cycle. also said, which I thought was great, kids need to be under a bit of stress sometimes. Oh, yeah. Not constant stress. No, no. constant stress is terrible for anyone, but little bits of stress here and there. And it's the way that your body naturally learns how to react to stress. Absolutely. And it builds a little bit of resilience, which is greatly lacking in a lot of kids in a lot of kids i see it day in i've been teaching little ones for 25 years and if you're seeing it at little ones like the ones before they even get to school and they have no resilience and they're not even at they school, cannot fail at anything what are they going to be like when they not that you can fail preschool let's face it you but, can't fail preschool but Clearly and it starts, but it starts with the parents yeah. with, you know, oh, they need a graduation ceremony. Or they need to know how to read or uh, they, before no, they get to preschool. No, you don't. Um, That's what school's for. But you don't need a graduation ceremony from preschool because you actually haven't earned a degree. You don't get a degree <laughs> really? from preschool. Really? You just don't. No. So, you know, we've had to say no to families. That's not our belief there. Yeah. And this is where so it stems little, from. Do you have a little farewell? We do have a little farewell. Yeah. And yeah, they so stand up, they get a little certificate, and off you go. You're not wearing a cap and gown. No, no. That. I do, no. You know, it's just crazy. But I see these kids, three and four years old, that can't be told no. So that was the other thing that he said was um, – if, uh, no, actually it wasn't him, it was John Marsden, the other bloke mm. who's also doing the rounds. The hippie natural school bloke. Yeah, which... I don't know if it's that hippie natural, but he likes outside, outdoor Yeah, education. and um, if you kind of Google the schools he's at, they're very expensive private schools. But anyway, um, so the parents are kind of outsourcing the crap outdoor stuff that they don't they want to do, do to him, yeah, anyway, for it. Um, he apparently has said if you're not saying no to your kids at least once a day, you're kind of failing. Well, them. we're right. We're not failing. If we're not failing. We are saying no repeatedly. I think this afternoon alone I said no probably eight times. Can to I go? Just one child? Uh, one more than the others. So it was That's to Dylan. Cool. Yeah. Got an HSC trial for maths tomorrow. Right, okay. And he, Can I go out tonight? No. That would be a big fat fun. No. <laughs> you are not going out tonight. Can I have a beer with dinner? No, you no. cannot because you're 17, you're at 18 until the end of next week. Can I, um, what was the other one? It was a classic one. Mr. Karen and I just shook our head. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was so just out there that we were just like, you've got to be kidding me. Then, like, the other ones are saying, oh, can I do this? Can I do that? Yeah. No, 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 no. You cannot. Yeah. It's... I, we say it a lot. And do I you... actually have a T-shirt that says, ha, 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 no. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No. Happens a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing they were saying was that, you know, overprotected kids make them actually make them weaker they don't actually it doesn't protecting our kids from failure and all the crappy shit that For happens sure. in life doesn't actually make them stronger 
because they don't know how to deal with those things when they actually happen. And Are you a bit fearful for our three big ones next year when oh, they're out in the real world? Absolutely, I am. <laughs> you know I am. I had a freaking panic attack last week. Like, and you had to talk me off the ledge, remember? You know, like when I should have had my phone down, I didn't because I was having a panic attack. Um, and they, yeah. It is, I, I mean, they're out of the protected thing of school. I mean, all three of our kids go to pretty tough school. Yeah. As in expectation. Oh, wise. absolutely. And, I mean, they're certainly um, gearing every kid to you will go to uni. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I know I've got, out of the two, one that definitely won't more than likely will not go to uni and, and has no interest yeah. in going and that's cool. Like he wants to be a tradie. Mm. Love it. Come and work on my house. All good. Happy yeah. for that. Like it's no there's no um you know, we're encouraging him to do what he wants to do. Yeah. The other one, you know, Kelly will go and be the next Julie Bishop or whoever. <laughs> but um you know, she's she's motivated, but, yeah, I don't know, just, you know. Yeah, and then you've I mean, got Neil one doesn't even know what he wants to do. No, God love him. He's got too many options, I think, yeah. and that can be a bit. And do you think that's our fault? We have done that. You've got to have options. Oh, God, yeah. We've been drilling it into them for the whole of the year. You've got to have options. You've got to work hard. You've got to have options. Now we've given them too many options. And they don't know they what don't, they want to yeah. do. And. Hey, look, it's frightening. Yes, but they're 17. Do they oh. really have to have an idea of no. what they want to do? God, no. I'm 48. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. No whatsoever. Yeah. So I'm doing a podcast talking shit with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just finishing on that, do you think that, do you, um, one, of the, one of the Johns in the media um, at the moment is saying that parents have this in inherent need to be needed or, or like they they don't want to do themselves out of a job basically so they how do you I, get I, that? I can understand that because you know especially our older ones we're at the brink of them and I, I do have that little moment yeah. where I think they won't need me anymore and so the, we're, we're really moving oh, from that participation Parent. Yeah, definitely. To the sideline parent. Yeah. And, you know, Scary. in a way, I feel that, number one, I am just left high school, so how possibly could I have a kid that's just, you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm 45 and I'm still thinking I'm 20. But, like, who put me in charge of these almost um, adults? I don't know. Um, which is crazy. But I just do kind of think... It does, and the you know, Amanda Keller, what she was saying the other day, oh, that beautiful, yeah, beautiful woman about her son getting older and, you know, her life, she feels her stage of her life is ending. Yeah, now, absolutely. But, but his is just beginning. For sure. And, absolutely. Like um, I, I see it. I, I definitely see it that way. And um, not that I want any more children by any means. Of course, three is definitely enough. But I can I can see why sometimes maybe people go back and have like another books one. babies <laughs> when they've got an eighteen year old. Near impossible for you and I because oh, there's yeah. no. there's no baby house yeah. anymore. No. <laughs> 
But um, I don't know. I just kind of think. Yeah, yeah I, I can I, definitely see why, mm. I, and I want to make it easy for them. Yeah, I. I, I don't want you don't want to see your kids struggle. No, I don't want it to be hard. Um, and it's frightening and it's scary and, but it's part of growing up. Um, and I think that it is. And like I said to you the other night, what will be will be now. And you, we're not going to change an HSC result now in three months. No, we're absolutely not going to change an HSC result in three months. And you other, you gave me another. Um, I don't know if it was a Marianism. It was an Esther. It was an Esther. Yeah. It was a grandmotherism. <laughs> um, so it was a, a, a great grandmother to the kids. Yeah. Um, ism, and it was worry once because there's. Don't worry twice. Yeah. Worry because you can worry when it happens. But, but don't even do that because it's happened and you just deal with it. Yeah. Good on you, Esther. Full of great advice. That was. That, that really <laughs> is. And I. I've really tried to kind of live by that. Marion just week. would have said, pull your socks up and put some blush on and off you go. Put oh, some yeah. blush and lippy on and just get on with it. Sue, Sue just tells me to buck up and it'll be fine. <laughs> um, so, there's, there, and there's actually quite a lot to that. Like if you think that that was what our parents, like that was our oh, parents' generation. I stuffed up the HSC so bad. Me Didn't too. even get into TAFE the first round yeah. offer. No. Yeah. My mum just said, right, get yourself a job then. Yeah. Go. There was none of this, oh, darling, what are you going to do? Oh, oh, we didn't have early entry offers. Nothing. I got 38 in the HSC. I wouldn't have got into anything anyway. Oh, I got 222. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was the first year of the TER. Yes, well, so... I had a TES. Oh, yeah. So we had the tertiary entrance yeah. score. I almost didn't count. Mine was so bad. Yeah. Mine wasn't you know, great. I got a degree in the end. It does all work out. I got a double degree. You yeah, know, right. and that's what we've had to remind the kids. No, Mr. Karen, bless him, has so many degrees they're coming <laughs> out of his ass. He's got an MBA. He's got this. He's got that. You know, he's done all right for himself. He's doing all right. He's doing all right for himself. And I went back, got my degree, working full time with with little kids. Yeah, it can be done. And Mr. Sharon. He is now not even working. He was a tradie. Yeah. And he really was a good tradie by all accounts. Yeah. And um, he is now working in an office. Had, so you know, a, had an opportunity to change careers and yeah. he's really Took enjoying it. that. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I think I, you've got to let your kids fail. That's what I think has come out of this. Don't be pushy. Yeah. Let them fail. It's Take important to see through a commitment though. Oh, when I'm saying don't be pushy, I'm talking about not participation oh, yeah, yeah. prizes for yeah, everyone. Yeah. No, no, that's right. And um, But you know what? I think it's about integrity. Yeah. Your values. Your values, you know, make them finish something. Have Start a commitment something to something. Finish it. But it's yeah. okay if, um, if you stuff up. Yeah. And I think we've probably rabbited them <laughs> enough. <laughs> enough. Poor people, thanks for listening to us. If anyone does. <laughs> All right. Uh, Till next time. Till next time. You can find us on um, iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes now, so look us up. Yeah. And uh, What do they search? Mrs. Um, Sharon? 
they search just the good, bad, the ugly. Yeah. Yeah, so good, yeah. bad, and ugly, I think it is, on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, search that. Good, and bad, ugly. Yeah, I good, think bad, it was. ugly. No, um... No spaces. No spaces. And if you want to email us, it's uh, teenswartsandall at gmail.com. Okay. All one word, all lowercase. <laughs> and till next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.